In the name of Jesus. Eyes. Mine eyes are ever toward the Lord, for he shall pluck my feet out of the net. The poetic language of faith. As the eyes of servants look look to the hand of their master, so our eyes look to the Lord our God till he has mercy upon us. And yet, seeing is not believing. Jesus says to Thomas, Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So also Peter says of you and me, Though you have not seen Jesus, you love him. The kingdom of God is not coming with observation, Jesus says. I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ my Lord or come to him. Eyes are not the organ of faith. Your ears are. O God, we have heard with our ears. Our fathers have told us what deeds you performed in their days, the psalmist says. You shall teach God's words diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, says Moses in Deuteronomy. He says this because faith comes by hearing and hearing through the word about Christ, as Paul says in Romans 10. And so the Lord sends preachers. That's our Old Testament story, really. It's not primarily Moses, the plague dealer, but Moses, the prophet, the preacher. He preached the message of the kingdom of God. That is, the message of Israel's salvation. To Pharaoh, let my people go. To the people of Israel, I will bring you out with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. In Satan's kingdom, which is what Jesus talks about today in our gospel reading, Satan's kingdom also has preachers. Satan's minions aren't just the other fallen angels, which we call demons. Pharaoh, as well as his magicians, were Satan's preachers. So were the people around Jesus preaching their message that Jesus was casting out demons by Beelzebul, the prince of demons. That is, uh, it was just, Beelzebul was just another term for Satan back then. The devil has his preachers everywhere. Words always have preachers to preach the words. And the devil is a master of both. From the Garden of Eden to the sands of the Nile in our Old Testament to near Bethany where Jesus was in our reading today. And we we still have them in our day. Always beware of who's preaching to you. The devil's preachers are everywhere. 
from the shows you watch, even kids' ones, to the news, to the movies, to the books you read, social media, YouTube, TikTok, all of these places are full of preachers. They have words. Devil's preachers have their hymns, too. His words are in the music you listen to as well. Now, I'm not saying that you can't watch TV or movies or listen to music. It's just that, as Paul says, we are not ignorant of Satan's designs. Though our Christian conviction may cause us to avoid or limit our exposure to such words, we must always interpret the words that are coming at us. And we do so not with our own ideas of what's right or wrong or the values that we may have learned from our parents. We interpret the words from the Bible alone. Words have power. The devil's words have power. His preachers come to deceive us and mislead us into false belief, despair, and other great sins. The devil's word enslaves you to uh, God-defined sins. His word enslaves you to unbelief, rejecting God's word completely, or maybe just parts of it. The devil also twists God's word. That's what we call false doctrine. We saw examples of this uh, in Matthew chapter 4 and Genesis chapter 3 a couple weeks ago. The devil wants you to accumulate preachers that fit your passions because the devil wants you enslaved to sin, to his lies, to human thinking and traditions because he wants you to be and he wants you to remain in his kingdom or as far as Jesus is warning to us today and as the baptized, he wants you to return to his kingdom. Christ comes to take care of the devil's kingdom, to conquer and defeat Satan. Jesus is the stronger one he talks about today. Jesus comes and binds the strong man, the devil, and he despoils him, takes away his spoils, his possessions, you and me. Christ defeated the devil at Calvary. For as Hebrews tells us, Christ, through death, destroyed the one who has the power of death, that is, the devil. Jesus defeats the devil not only in action, but also through his word. Matthew tells us that when Jesus cast out demons, he did so with a word. Luke 10, just before our gospel reading today, tells us about how Jesus sent out 72 preachers who went out and did the same thing, cast out demons with Jesus' word. 
If there's a word, then there's a preacher to preach that word. As Paul says in Romans 10, how will they hear without a preacher? God's kingdom also has angels. The demons and Satan are angels who rebelled against God's kingdom. And the Bible tells us that good angels, well, the bad ones too, uh, they are chiefly messengers. The good ones deliver, preach God's word. The devil, his demons, uh, not God's word. In fact, angel is from the Greek word for messenger, angelos. But God, besides spiritual angels, chiefly uses people as preachers. And the Lord sends his preachers at specific times and at specific places. Adam to the Garden of Eden. Moses to the land of Egypt. The 72 to their cities. Me to here. And each of you to your families. Fathers, this is especially you. But, like Paul, we also rejoice in mothers and grandmothers doing the same thing. Paul commends Pastor Timothy's grandmother Lois and his mom Eunice. Because through them, Timothy was acquainted not just with faith in general, but from childhood was acquainted with the Holy Scriptures, the Bible. When God's Word is taught in its truth and purity, there is a preacher sent by Jesus. When the gospel is preached and the sacraments given as Christ tells us, there is a preacher sent by Jesus. Jesus also has uh, universal preachers, as it were, preachers for everybody. Uh, that would be the prophets and the apostles of the Old and New Testaments. The sons of the prophets, the pastors, carry on or echo the biblical message through their preaching teaching, and even through songs and hymns and spirit-filled songs, as Paul says. Using his preachers, the Lord sets you free with a word. Of his preachers, Jesus says, he who hears you, hears me. In the word and water of holy baptism, you were delivered from the domain of darkness and transferred to the kingdom of God's beloved Son in whom you have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Like Israel, being brought out of Egypt through the Red Sea. In holy absolution, the gates of hell are locked to you and heavens are opened. As Christ says, what you shall bind, that bound shall be what you shall loose, that shall be free. And the preaching of Christ crucified for you is the power of God unto salvation, your salvation. Jesus 
also conquers the devil at his supper. The sacrament gives Jesus body and blood for your forgiveness, life, and salvation. You always have a pressing need for that. Why? Well, you certainly have the devil also around you, who with his lying and murdering day and night will let you have no peace within or without. As the Christian questions remind us, there is not a week where that is not true, for the devil's preachers are everywhere. Jesus is stand at the altar proclaiming the body of Christ for you, the blood of Christ shed for you. Eyes are not the organ of faith. Your ears are. The devil knows this. And so he has his preachers everywhere to deceive us and mislead us into false belief, despair, and other great sins. The devil wants you to be, wants you to remain, wants you to return and stay in his kingdom. And that's why he stations his preachers everywhere. The Lord is aware of this. It's why he came and defeated the devil, went toe-to-toe with the devil in the wilderness and ultimately died and shed his blood for you to save you, to despoil the devil of you. In fact, that is why Jesus also says what he says today. Today, he says, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Which means, those who hear God's word and cherish it are saved. That's faith. Jesus wants you to hear his word. He wants you to cherish it. So, he delivers it. This is why there is a third commandment. We should fear and love God so that we do not despise preaching, that is, sermons and his word, but hold it sacred and gladly hear and learn it. Those who hear God's word and cherish it are saved. And so the Lord sends preachers to deliver that word. Fathers and mothers to their families, of course. And he also sends pastors to congregated families. God's word silences the devil, binds him, casts him out, and saves you. Baptism now saves you, Peter says. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, Jesus says. I forgive you all your sins. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me and I in him. And I will resurrect him on the last day, Jesus says. Because those who hear God's word and cherish it are saved. In the name of Jesus, 